a 3D printer? Yes, yeah. I have been 3D print. I'm actually 3D printing right now. <laughs> are you really? Yeah. Nice. What are you? Uh, what are you 3D printing? Um, I'm doing a, a feather board. Um, so basically, it's just a, a tool that attaches to a table saw and uh, keeps your board in place against the fence as you're sliding it through the table saw so oh, you don't get cool. kicked back and it's a nice clean cut nice nice man yeah because you do a lot of woodworking stuff too yeah yep yeah that's like the that's so, like the perfect tool for you yeah the thing yeah because like all the jigs and woodworking are um you know can be made from printing <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like saving me a bunch of money with like all these jigs that you know twenty dollars to fifty dollars each that i can just print now for three bucks <laughs> that's cool so i'm happy yeah that's awesome so it's paid for itself that's cool paid well you itself. know what you can't print what you cannot print what's that is soap <laughs> true so, true so saying a, i think is that what i have is? a question for you i said i was going right. to ask this a couple episodes back but have you bought the sasquatch soap ah uh, no the old sasquatch soap have you bought it nope yet? no I you have haven't not. i've not no no oh man so uh uh, could give you guys a quick background. Um, we were joking around uh, a couple of podcasts ago about um a ad that I saw that I really liked. Um, just because it was a cool ad from uh, Sasquatch Soap, which is I don't know, just a, it was just a funny ad. Um, so I I clicked and I went through the ch the checkout process only to figure out that the soap was like twenty bucks a bar, and I was like, uh, -uh not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they've been hitting me up and retargeting and and uh. Doing all the 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 good what good marketers do yeah, <laughs> and um, we had a wager whether or not I would buy the soap eventually. But the interesting part is um, so it it, it I got hit pretty heavy with remarketing for about two weeks. Okay, and after those two weeks, I, the on week three I saw the ad maybe one or two times. Really, they must have put you in like a different segment or something. Yeah, after two yeah, weeks, yeah, must have been. Did they ever give you like Must an offer, been. like a, a discount or anything like that? No. Really? No, they should have. That's so they strange. Really I feel like that should be like the last ditch yeah, effort. That's you a know? week three ditch effort, right? Yeah. Exactly. Get me get me a customer. Let me know why your your twenty dollar bottle bottle of soap bar of soap uh, is is worth the money. So t so tell me, what would you have bought it for? If they like, what discounted rate would you have purchased it for? I think I, I I think I'd pay fifteen bucks for for the bar, just for I don't know it, it it's still expensive but it, I don't know it just uh, I think fifteen bucks would be my my breaking limit that'd be the breaking um, point for a bar of soap yeah yeah that makes still sense a lot of money for a bar of soap we used to use back yeah. in the day you know but it will it goes to show you how much people pay for advertising I mean really yeah. Because the whole the whole reason why we're talking about this, guys, is because the Sasquatch ads are just so comical and they're so well produced. So right. it goes to show you if you can actually. Um, what were we talking about during that episode? It was something like, I think it was called Thiverizing or something. Yeah, <laughs> because, I remember Thiverizing. Yeah, because we're talking about <laughs> like uh, we're talking about basically how um, ads can be entertaining now and people right. buy because they're entertained it's like 
you make some sort of yep. connection with people. So, you know, if you can do that, if someone can do that in vacation rental industry, you know, let us know. I'd be, I'd be curious to see that because I haven't seen that yet. I have not seen that no. yet. No. 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 Everybody does try to be very formal and, yeah. you know, the drone photography over the beach and then the, the, the family walking on the beach and the nice music in the background, slow motion, you know, beach balls and, and uh, skiers and, uh, you know, just it, it's just very, very professional. And I haven't seen anything with um, personality yet. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the professional's right good, but the. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could throw in some fun, lighthearted you know, silly ads in there too. All right. I don't know what that would look right. like, but something. Yeah. <laughs> Got to so, get it there. Well, anyway. But yeah. Speaking of that, what's really interesting. Um, it, it kind of made me think I, um, uh, I recently was on a panel at the VR Intel, um, data con- data conference. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about, um, like, I, w- I was doing a segment on, like, conversion rates on the website and stuff like that. But I, I kind of backed up and got some statistics about uh, customer loyalty and brand about a product. Okay. And I thought these were really interesting. Let me, um, hang, hang on, let me uh, let me grab these real quick. Okay. Because I, uh, <laughs> this is a spur of the moment kind of thing. You want to do some, like, some music? Like, da, da, so, da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Anyway, guys, before I start, I'm I'm a Paul Hannock. I'm a director of digital marketing for Intercoastal Net Designs, and I am David Thompson. I'm the director of social media for ICND. And welcome to our podcast, episode twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> That's our director of funds music. If anybody knows that. <laughs> oh. uh, let's see. Okay, here they are. Here they okay. are. <clears throat> Statistics. So this this is this really got me got me thinking. Um, Customers, this is a direct quote from from a study that was done. Um, customers no longer base their loyalty on price or product. Instead, they stay loyal to companies due to the experience they have. Really? In fact, 86%, 86% of buyers are willing to pay more for great customer experience. And I, I would imagine that experience would be the full encompassing experience too. From beginning to end. Right. So right. not just from when they, like from, you know, from after purchase. But, but, but before, yeah, <laughs> but before purchase, I would imagine too. I think people forget yeah. about that. But 86%, that's huge. That's crazy. Right. It makes sense. I mean, I would, I, I'm in that, that 86 percentile. Oh yeah, I, I am pay too. more knowing that my, my product is going to be good, you know? Yeah. And uh, you you just said this too, like the the before the purchase, you know, that is also very important because I have more stats. Hey, look at that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, mobile experience we talk about all the time. You know, mobile first, mobile is important. Well, here's some stats to prove it. So let's say that you already have a good customer base and this customer base um, is coming back or uh, even let, let's say... Well, let's just back up and say new customers coming to your website. Yeah. And they're on their phones, right? So 66% of people said a frustrating experience on a website hurts my opinion of the brand overall. 66%. Wow. That kind of hurts, right? I yeah. I mean, if you, if you have a bad mobile website, then you have they you already have a bad, bad, a bad, <laughs> bad. brand reputation. Bad. 
<laughs> bad. Real bad. Well, a lot of people a lot of people don't put um, enough emphasis on brand value, which is basically right. the weight of a brand in a consumer's mind. So yeah. and that's that's huge. Very true. It really is. Fifty-five uh, percent say a a bad mobile experience makes me less likely to engage with the company. Yeah, I can. See that, that makes that sense too. too, right? Yeah, for sure. So I got another one for you. Um, you guess the percentage. Okay. <laughs> How about this? Uh, if I really like a brand or a company, I'm disappointed if the mobile site is a bad experience. Yeah, I'm supposed to guess the percentage. Yeah. What do I What do I win if I get it right? Do I get a prize? Hmm. Yeah. Um. You get seven minutes off of work. <laughs> oh, a whole seven Cause minutes? Because we're, we're busy here at ICD <laughs> all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to guess, I'm going to say 53%. No, that's so close. <laughs> what is but it? you went over. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> or, or what's, the, what's the noise? Uh, dun, dun. It's actually 52. Um, 52%. Oh, my God. Uh, I was that close? That yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Disappointed if the mobile site is a bad experience. Huh. Yeah. That's so e- even if you have a following, because so if you have a following of people that have stayed with you year after year and they keep coming back to your website and your website hasn't been updated in a couple of years, but the phones and browsers have been that make that experience different from year to year then you're kind of in trouble. Yeah. You know, you got to keep up with that stuff and have your web development yeah. development company keep up with that stuff. Yeah, for sure. So that's super important. Anyway, I, I tangented, tangented, so I apologize. No, that's, but, those uh, are good statistics, good <laughs> things to think about. Food for thought. Yeah. Important, important. Yeah, for <clears> sure. <throat> so, well, if you're new to the podcast, um, normally we start off with a couple questions. Um, and then we maybe jump into a main topic or something and we banter for a little bit and, um, that's about it, but it's a lot of fun. So, um, (laughs) I I know we both have a question for each other. Um, I'm going to ask you a question first, Paul. Um, so you can choose either explain quantum theory or how do you measure SEO success? Which one? Would you like? <laughs> Do I get more points if I can explain quantum? You theory? know what? If you get if you can explain quantum theory, you get uber points. Uber points. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bing that. <laughs> okay, bing it. <laughs> oh god! Said nobody ever. <laughs> oh man. No. So how do you measure SEO success? Uh, basically. Uh, <laughs> That's, I'm going to give you the SEO uh, answer on Don't that one. Don't say it. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> it really depends. Sorry. But, um, you know, old school way of thinking. Uh, when you measure search engine optimization, the whole point is to rank better, right? So yeah. you're you're trying to be number one in, in the Googles. Um, you're trying to be number one in, in Bing. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> it, it's one of those... Uh, metrics that it's obviously very important to measure that in a non-monetary value and the reason I say that is because there's no just because you're number one that does not mean that the number two listing uh, is any worse 
than yours. Yeah. It just means that they have more traffic because they're number one. Okay. So Google actually looks at this stuff all the time and, and has an algorithm in place to say, okay, so this user visited the number one result. Then they went back, hit, hit the back button, went back to Google and clicked on the number two result. So that tells Google, hey, that number one result was not what the user was looking for. Although I ranked it, I, I as in Google, ranked it number one, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best choice. It's what the, it's, it's the algorithm learning. That's interesting it's, that you put it that way. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of creepy that, yeah, the algorithms are smart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if anybody's ever seen Terminator, then <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> the um, but no. So uh, as far as measuring SEO success, the the main metrics that everybody does look at is obviously where do you rank for certain keywords, right? Yeah. So that keyword uh, or and or keywords uh, equates to more traffic, and in a perfect world, more traffic equates to more bookings when we're talking about vacation rentals. But thing is, is not all traffic, traffic is created equal. Um, that's the, that's the part, this, the, that's the part that it's really hard to convey. So there's, there's plenty of companies out there that can get you traffic and it's, and it's good qualified traffic for, uh, you know, the best ice cream shops in, um, Portland, Oregon. Yeah. So, who cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I have to say. You know, I mean, it, it, you need qualified traffic. Uh, you know, if you write enough good blog posts out there that, uh, you know, you can, the best top five things to do in, in uh, Breckenridge uh, or, you know, where to get a good cup of coffee in uh, the Outer Banks, whatever, all, all of those are going to bring you traffic and quite a bit of traffic. Um, but that doesn't equate to bookings. So, Measuring the SEO success needs to really focus in on the keywords that convert, like Breckenridge cabin rentals. Yeah, you know stuff like that is is the most important. And really, what what I C and D, and this is even in our proposals, what what kind of makes us different? Oh, here comes the shameless plug, David. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> what Go makes <laughs> what makes us different is that like, yeah, we're an SEO company, sure, but that's it's not that's not really it. You know, we. We we're always about like trying to find the the more bookings, get the more uh, more conversions, kind of kind of metric. So yes, while SEO to get you to rank better is part of that game, that's not only what we do. We want to work on your website and make it convert better. We want to give you tips and tricks and things that uh, com other companies are doing that um, might might be successful or not successful and and guide you down a path of uh of success so yeah it, a lot of a lot of agencies out there just focus on seo and getting you to rank but yeah it that's only half the battle yeah <laughs> it really is it doesn't matter if you're not making bookings like if you're not bringing in yeah. any bookings then and you can tell that by the conversion rate of your website I yeah mean, exactly you, you just so what you're saying yeah, yeah what you're saying is is we measure success a little bit more in real terms basically so we're not just saying yeah. like you know well you got you got a bunch of traffic so like that's a success for us no we're saying like we measure success down to like bookings like are you getting conversions so and i think that's important yeah. that's a good answer for sure yeah. 
All right, your turn. Okay, shoot. This one's pretty open-ended, yeah. but... Uh, but Because it always changes. What's the latest with Facebook? <laughs> oh, the latest with Facebook. Where do I start? <laughs> they released... Um, they released a couple things over in August. Um, mm-hmm. The first thing is that... Um, they're allowing new follow settings for users. So now users have the control to um, follow what they want to with certain channels. So they can only see maybe videos from that channel or just um, pictures or status updates or whatever. Um, Mm. So that's another thing that they've added. So now followers have a little bit more control. I think when Facebook started, it really was more in the hands of um, businesses. And now it's starting to turn into they're trying to give a lot more not power but um, make it more user friendly i guess so and there's some more transparency things that just came they came out with as well um, for businesses but um, the other thing is um, paid online events so they actually did this thing where they're doing paid online events now um, in response to covid so um, basically you can host an online event and collect payment for it through Facebook. So oh. I don't know really how, hmm. well, I guess there, there could be an application in the vacation rental industry. So like um, right now we're in fall season and there might be homeowners looking for another vacation rental company. So if they are, you could use this to host an online event um, and target people in your local area. And then you could, you can either accept money for it or not, but you could host an online event, talk about, you know, what you do differently as a vacation rental company. So that might be one application of it, but that was one thing they did. And then the big thing, the big one, are you ready for it? Mm -hmm. Uh Oh, here we go. (laughs) The big thing is um, (laughs) they're actually in the process of removing just over a thousand targeting options. So about a thousand targeting options are going away. So for example, um, some of them are duplicates and then some of them are standalone. So the duplicates would be like, um, let's say you have a targeting option for Key West and then you've got mm-hmm. a targeting option for Key West, comma, Florida. So they're going to take Key West away and just do Key West, comma, Florida because it's more specific. But I know that there are okay. um, some options in there that they're taking away that are just standalone. But um, they've not released a list, but you will... Um, <laughs> I was going to ask, yeah. Yeah. So they, they probably won't. Run, no, right? they, they never mean, do. They never give you like a solid list. But what happens is um, once they do this, you'll see if you have any targeting options that are um, being removed, um, they will remove them from your ad set and then they'll notify you that they've been removed and you can go in and manually remove them from your targeting. But it doesn't really affect the ads. They still let the ads run. They just don't target those options. Right. So, which could be, so if, if you are running your own social media, you probably need to keep a pulse on that. Because if they remove something that you're using as a vital metric to yes. target, yeah. you know, it could just open it up and completely send your ad out to the wild blue yonder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, it could open, so, like, if you're targeting something specific and they've removed it, and the only other yeah. metrics you have are for age then you could just be open it up to like anyone between the ages of 18 and 65 plus. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's pretty broad. Womp womp. So, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. All right. So, um, let's move on to news. Ooh, news, Get a few little tidbits. News and time. updates. 
Well, actually, you know, this one um, we can mesh into Facebook as well, but I thought it was interesting that uh, Facebook is releasing an accounts center. So no longer do you have to go to Facebook and go to Instagram to look at your posts and manage said posts. You can now actually have one dashboard to manage them all. Isn't that interesting? Did you get the Lord of the Rings reference there? (laughs) (laughs) One to rule them all. (laughs) But um, but yeah, so Facebook is um, uh, Facebook obviously already owns Instagram, um, and they're just making a centralized dashboard to kind of help help you with uh, your posting. Yeah, and. keep everything in one central location and also i noticed at the bottom of the article i don't know if you saw this or not it was like all the things that are helpful to you and then they're like at the very bottom they were like and we're going to be using this to better track users across platforms just fyi <laughs> just just so you know so just but it's so kind of interesting know. that that was at the very bottom so right oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean i think they're since there there's kind of some pressure on social right now to mm-hmm. sort of like with the data thing um, to really yeah. keep, I don't know, to not make it too easy on me <laughs> to not right. make it, you know, so right. wide so you can target too much um, to where it's more of an mm-hmm. invasion. But I think this is an effort to try and get more data points on people that are cross platforms. So Facebook and Instagram um, and probably make it easier on the users. I mean, it kind of falls in line with like the whole, new follow settings and stuff like that. So I think it is right. it's both focused. But right. Um, right. in other news, Vegas announced that they're actually going to host a convention with up to, well, they're allowing people to host a convention up to a thousand attendees. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? So they're allowing um, up to a thousand people. Um, at a convention center. I don't know if... I think there's specific ones that people can go to. Um, but up to 1,000 people. And it's not like a full-on convention. So you can't like go and do mixers or anything or like go and have parties or do breakout groups or anything like that. But right, um, they right. are allowing people to come in and like sit and listen to a speaker and stuff. But there's still strict guidelines on you know social distancing yeah. and different things like that. But that's kind of interesting. So I, I'm just curious to see what happens in the yeah because i mean that this is kind of like the first step right yeah this is the first no this is the first in the news you know that a convention i'm pretty sure um has opened up and allowed that many people in one place so you know what does that mean for vacation rental managers yeah i mean i'm i'm uh as as it progresses further and you know this is allowed in more places I don't see why. I, I, I honestly think that the big cities are going to be the ones that, uh, well, big cities and uh, towns with large convention centers um, are going to be the ones that benefit from it the most. Uh, the the family destinations, probably not so much uh, just because there's no convention centers there. Yeah. But it's just that mentality, you know, the, the, the ability um, to see that light at the end of the tunnel or, or to, you know, the first step in the direction to normalcy, uh, you know, it's just going to snowball, I guess is the right, right term. Yeah. 
And I know it, it might be scary for some people to see that sort of headline that there's actually a convention going to be going on, but I do think it's a step in the right direction. I mean, we, we've got to get yeah. back to some sort of state of normalcy where people can actually get out. So, I mean, I, I feel like it's the trend of things, you know, where um, someone had to do yeah. it first, you know, like you said, right. someone, someone's got to be right. the first to do it. So yeah. hopefully it goes over well and um, it'll be really interesting if, so if we're seeing this kind of in fall of 2020, you know, what, it, what does the beginning of 2021 look like? If this is the progression of things, um, I'm kind of hopeful, yeah. you know, that it's, things might start to clear up maybe a little bit for vacation rental managers mm-hmm. and it might start to turn back into, well, I don't know though. I don't know. Something that's yeah, more standard, that's, but you never know. Yeah, it's it's tough. <laughs> yeah, very tough. So tough to judge. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I do anticipate twenty twenty one being a good year for pretty much all vacation rental managers. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see what the what the big cities and whatnot hold, but um, and other ones with restrictions in certain areas, but um, I just think that like nobody got there. Nobody got their quote-unquote vacation this year. You know, while they did take a vacation, it wasn't the vacation that they planned and wanted, you know? Yeah. So it, it's like, okay, I didn't get my, my big one. We're, we'll go on a, on a smaller one, um, maybe less people or, or whatever, you know? And it, it was late in the season when it started clearing up and, and things started opening again. So, you know, the <clears throat> not nobody got their quote unquote good family vacation. So they had to they had to have a not as planned one <laughs> this year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? Well, so it's like they they weren't fulfilled. One of my So next year it will be time for fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. And I've one of my other questions is um a lot of people that it's funny because you've got some of these businesses that are like, "Oh, we could never have remote employees. Like it, it could never be a thing. And it's like all of a sudden they're like, "Oh yeah, you can work remote." You know. Right, so I'm wondering right. like how much that's gonna stick, um, mm-hmm. moving into the future. And because from that has spawned the whole workcation sort of mentality, right? right? It's like right. pack everyone up. We're gonna go stay at I don't know a beach house or a cabin for the next four weeks or three weeks or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are doing stuff like that. So I'm wondering if that's going to be more of a trend. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be studies done on, on productivity, um, you know, before and after style. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see as well. Yeah, for sure. So well, well on to our main topic, guys. Uh, we've got a, we've got a juicy one for you. Uh, <laughs> the top five ways to audit your marketing company. Oh. So we're going to pick on ourselves <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but are we really pick on, are we really? pick on other, other marketing companies? <laughs> yeah. We're going to shameless plug this entire last half of the podcast. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> one big shameless plug, one big one. So I'm going to start off. Um, okay. First out of the top five is get granular. Ask for reports and metrics on a regular basis. If you are not getting reports and metrics from your marketing company, then there is an issue. So um, I know <laughs> ICND. <laughs> ICND, we send them out on a monthly basis, uh, to the very least. I've got other clients that um, oh, yeah. want bi weekly reports, and that's perfectly fine. So. 
yeah that uh, it and it's one of those two it kind of goes in line with the number two that i'll talk about which is communication uh are you talking to your company regularly so yes. the reports and getting granular and the communication go together um and we're not talking about just reports like your monthly report of traffic data. We're talking about, uh, you know, what's uh, like quarterly reports, such as where am I ranking for XYZ, or how is my cost per click doing on this campaign? Uh, how many bookings am I getting? Yeah. Uh, you know, what's my return on ad spend? You know, s- stuff like that that um, you should be uh, wanting to know. Uh, we we do provide as much as we can, but there are so many metrics out there that we we need, we want to know what you want to focus on. And when the client tells us that, then that's that's a that's even better, you know. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, communication. If if you don't hear from your marketing company, or if you uh, try to get a hold of your marketing company, <laughs> you know, it's one of those um, bad situations as well. Yeah. For sure. And what really, and again, this is a shameless plug, but I don't care. Um, what what sets us apart is uh, we don't really have account managers, quote unquote, for our, our marketing clients. And what I mean is like the person that you're talking to, that your, your quote unquote account rep is your SEO rep, is your PPC rep, is your email marketing rep. So, you know, we, we, we try to keep everything under one person's roof because the that that uh, what is that telephone so, yeah game so much can get lost in, when you were a kid yeah telephone yeah. but so much can get lost in translation it really can right right so that's um we we keep uh one person on on one thing now obviously social is a uh, quite a bit of a different beast <laughs> so it that's is. why david's heading heading that up so um but yeah, that's uh, the good thing about that is we we com- we communicate communicate <laughs> we communicate quite well as a team, and um, we, uh, yeah. we we do like to keep in contact on on certain clients and stuff like that. You know, and just when we share clients, we we make sure that the brand consistency is there. So um, right, I mean that's right. that's definitely something to talk to your your. Um, agency about if if you're not with icnd or if you're with someone else um just making sure that there's brand consistency and you're communicating really well with basically everyone that's that's you know handling your brand so All right and yep. the third point would be don't take their word for it um understand the metrics so don't chalk it up to well a lot of people say we do like black magic seo and voodoo <laughs> and it's just like oh it's just magical thing and it's like no it's re- it's just it's it's something that we understand because we're in it every single day and it may look like this magical thing to some people, but there's a lot of metrics behind it and a, a good deal of mm-hmm. science and learning behind it as well. Um, so if you don't understand something, you don't understand a metric, um, ask, like ask what's going on, ask why, um, and really try to understand it. And I can tell you that anyone on the ICND team will try and explain that to you as best they can. Um, and sometimes we're guilty of this. We'll, you know, we, cause we talk in marketing terms all day long. Mm-hmm. So yep. sometimes we, <laughs> we talk about marketing terms and forget that other people don't necessarily talk that way. So if you don't understand something, just ask. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I kind of want to harp on a little bit of, uh, more about how the information is presented to you as well. You know, if, yeah. if, uh, your your company saying hey everything looks great and, and your paper clicks doing good and 
they don't really explain why. Uh, you should ask why. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's that's a uh, um, just don't take their word for it is is what you started out with, right? So, it, it, do your own do your own thing and, and question the the merit uh, if if you don't feel like it's doing well and and always ask why yeah i was talking we, we actually like explaining that <laughs> yeah we do <laughs> it's it's like a nerdy yeah. thing you know that's our nerdy thing it's, that comes out it's a nerd yeah. it's like oh well let me just tell you pushing the you know pushing the glasses back <laughs> like let me just explain <laughs> yeah. this to you um i was just gonna say too i was gonna throw something in there that i was talking with a, a brand new client um of mine just a couple days ago and they were saying how you know we were setting up some social ads and stuff like that and they were asking if I needed to set up the ad account or not. And I was like, well, I would prefer, you know, you guys have an ad account and give me access to it. And they're like, well, the company we were with before um, didn't do it that way. We could never see what they were doing. It's like, oh, that's a big, like, that's a big no-no. Ooh. Like, I always yeah. give people the opportunity, like, you know, you, you, you can have the ad account and give me access. It's, yeah, it's your asset. Yes, yeah, exactly. it's your asset. And then... For whatever reason, if we do ever part ways in the future, which I hope not, but if we do, then you still have access to that ad account, and it's not like some big secret. So right. be wary of that. If someone's doing that, and they're like, "Oh no, we'll take care of all of it," like that's that's good and all, but you should still know what's going on. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, and that's that's something too. Like it, with the, your email um, campaigns, with um, uh, your Google Webmaster tools uh, aka search console uh you know analytics you know those should all be your accounts you're the owner slash admin of all that stuff yeah and we just manage it for you you know so we want to keep your assets as your assets and don't ever want to hide any pull any wool over the eyes yeah. in that regard seriously so uh, next is um, look at your own website. <laughs> For goodness' sake, you've heard me please. say this. <laughs> you've heard me say this a lot. Um, you know, uh, look at your website and and your social media. So uh, actually, audit what um, what the company is doing uh, yourself. Now I know it's, I know it's hard because you're you're busy um, managing the housekeeping staff and you're busy taking phone calls and and doing um monthly disbursements for homeowners and you know it's it's a tough gig i i know um and marketing usually comes second and i hate to say it but uh that that's what a lot of property managers have have admittedly said yeah um but you do need to take the time and and understand you know what we're doing uh and and why and and look at your the posts that that uh, David's doing and, and the other companies are doing on your, on your social media accounts and look at your, um, look at your, the pages on your website and see how we're changing them to add more pictures and, and, uh, just make them more user-friendly and, uh, more optimized to rank better. Uh, we do point all that stuff out like every, every month we, we give you a list of everything that we've done, but don't take our word for it. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, look at that! I just went back, <laughs> and uh, and go look yourself. You know, because it, it's really cool. We want your feedback because um, yeah, every company's different, has a different uh, way of way of doing things and their thoughts. So yeah, uh, we we want your feedback. Yeah. So please. Well, and and um, coming back to the whole communication thing, if you see something, if you're looking at something, um, and you see something, don't wait till your monthly meeting to bring it up either. 
you know, communicate yeah. it. So because we might be working on something or your agency might be working on something that um, you might give them some communication or direction and it might help their process a little bit. Um, that yeah. happens all the time is I'm, I'm working on something and someone's like, Hey, let's tweak this just a little bit. It's like, Oh, I didn't know that. Let's yeah, that would be a good idea. So it would fall all more right. in line with your branding. Yep, exactly. So, and then the and last, plus, I mean, we can work on it earlier and we can talk about the success at the monthly meeting rather than the, Hey, let's change it up. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. The last thing would be yep. to understand what you want to measure versus what they want to measure. So understand mm -hmm. what you, what you want to see as a success, you know, what are your goals and then understand what they have as goals, AKA the agency that you're working with um, mm -hmm. and see how those goals can align. And, and um, obviously for ICND, we, we want to know, you know, what are your goals? Um, I think, a lot of times people are surprised because a lot of times our goals are like, well, we want to see more bookings and we want to see more revenue because if we don't see that, then we're not doing something right. So, <laughs> yeah. and most of the time that's what a vacation rental manager wants to see is more bookings and revenue, which that would be yeah. the right things to, <laughs> you know, to measure. Um, but there's a lot yeah, of other that, things to measure. That goes too. back to what, yeah, that goes back to what I was, what I originally said is, um, you know, how you measure SEO success. You know, a lot of times the, they, as in the agency measures SEO success by how well, how well you're ranking. Yeah. So, you know, and like I said, ranking isn't everything. You need to have qualified visitors that will turn into qualified leads, that turn into qualified bookings, that come back next year, that will come back the next five years. And your job's a lot easier after that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's all I had. There's, uh, do you have yeah. anything to add to that? That was a good one. No, that, yeah, that's um, good. No, I think, I think that pretty much sums it up. I mean, we could probably go on all day, but... Um, <laughs> You probably have things to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have any inputs on what you would like to see or you would like to add to our top five list, um, or you have any questions on any of the things, you can definitely find us on Facebook at Intercoastal Net Designs, Twitter at Intercoastal, or you can email us, podcast at icoastalnet.com. And thanks for listening to this episode, guys. Till next time. See you. Bye.